As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that whoever believes will in him have eternal life. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. As we continue reading in John's Gospel, chapter 12, we continue to watch as Christ moves closer and closer to the cross, closer and closer to being crucified. And throughout, he continues to teach, to teach his disciples, to teach the crowds, telling them what awaits him. Hear now from John chapter 12, verses 27 through 36. This is the Word of God. The Holy Spirit revealed it, inspired it. God has preserved it. It is holy, inerrant, and infallible. Now my soul has become troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this purpose I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came out of heaven. I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. So the crowd of people who stood by and heard it were saying that it had thundered. Others were saying, an angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered and said, this voice has not come for my sake, but for your sakes. Now judgment is upon this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all men to myself. But he was saying this to indicate the kind of death by which he was to die. The crowd then answered him, We have heard out of the law that the Christ is to remain forever. And how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man. So Jesus said to them, For a little while longer the light is among you. Walk while you have the light, so that darkness will not overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he goes. While you have the light, believe in the light, so that you may become sons of the light. These things Jesus spoke, and he went away and hid himself from them. Our passage opens with Christ Jesus declaring that his soul was troubled. It was distressed. He knew that the wrath of God would soon be poured out upon him for the sins of all who would ever believe. Yet, our Lord and Savior did not follow his feelings. Instead, he fulfilled his responsibility. As the 1599 Geneva Bible comments, his cry of distress is followed by determination in prayer. Christ had been sent and eagerly came to lay down his life for the sheep. Christ speaks to his Father in this text, and the Father responds audibly to his only begotten Son. It's the third time this has happened, where God the Father has spoken from heaven. It happened at Christ's baptism, on the Mount of Transfiguration, and here in our text. And each time, God the Father speaks from heaven 
for the sake not of Christ, but of those who are present with him. We could place a heading over this text, and it could read this way. The attractive power of Christ crucified. There is both an attracting power as well as an attractive power. This power leads to, is seen at, and flows from the cross. It's a power that draws to love, by love, and in love. The love of God the Father and Jesus the Son is both the attracting and attractive power that is demonstrated in this passage. It's that powerful love which draws all men, draws Christ's sheep from every tongue, tribe, nation, and people. And this drawing is by the inward power or by the divine impulse of our sovereign God. It's a sovereign power. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit work sovereignly to bring a person to saving faith. John records these words from Christ in his sixth chapter, verse 44. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. Luther said this, The drawing is not like that of an executioner who draws the thief up the ladder to the gallows, but it is a gracious allurement, such as that of a man whom everybody loves and to whom everybody willingly goes. We who are in Christ have been drawn by God's love and power, sovereignly drawn, irresistibly drawn, and we have gone willingly because we know we serve a God of love. We have been drawn to Jesus Christ, saved because of Christ alone, by grace alone, through faith alone, all to the glory of God alone. Look to Jesus who has been lifted up. Faith or clarity of sight will vary from person to person. However, it's not the amount of faith or clarity of sight that matters, but the object of our faith, the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.